Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre hey. Podcast. My name is Mark. That guy is Miles. Hello, Miles. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Do you want to say more than one word? No. Okay. Great. So that's Miles, and we're also joined by Jackie. Hi. Jackie, how are you doing this evening? I'm okay. Okay. That's two words. We're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have many other words to say, like this is a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, except when it isn't, because we've covered all of JoJo, and so we're watching other anime that our listeners have recommended or sponsored through our Patreon, which we'll get to later, and this week we are taking a look at the OVA series of Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Legends of the Hidden Temple. No, not mm. that. Uh, I think a few episodes ago, we covered Legend of the Galactic Heroes. My journey is the, my conquest is the Sea of Stars. <laughs> this time, thankfully, it's just the regular long title, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's from 1988, and this, this series ran until 97, but we'll we'll get into it overall. We'll get into the series and the three episodes we watched in just a second, I have a few other things to talk about up top, including, well, we're getting a dispatch here. We're getting a galactic dispatch from the Gmail Empire to us, the Free Podcast Alliance. <laughs> what I'm saying is we need to read emails that were sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Uh, the dispatch is blank this week. We didn't get any emails. Because I think any of you who had something to say about Logoch already said it when we watched the prequel movie that upon watching this series, I thought, yeah, they didn't need that prequel movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's fine. Um, for super fans. It, well, it, but the thing is, it's so weird that it, it actually did come out first. Like, they did make it, but then they made this at the same time because it came out three months later so it's I don't know what the hell was the point here but whatever um, but listen we may not have any emails this week but we do have Patreon patrons this week and all weeks pretty much since we started it we've never hit zero that'd be bad if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod you can support the show for as low as one dollar a month that gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes bonus audio that I cut from the main podcast episode, Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter called Was That a Reference To? Uh, it's about the music and movies and shit that we reference that is not JoJo or insert anime here. And uh, for $3 a month, you get that same benefit, but we will thank you out loud uh, on the podcast because we have to. We have to. And... If you just do $15 for one month, just a one month on and off, like a one-time payment, basically, you are sponsoring an episode of the podcast, and you can tell us what the podcast should be about for that week. So if there's an anime you want us to watch, even if it's not available on the mainstream services, or only two people have heard of it, by golly, we'll cover it. If you look at our backlog. We can't watch it at all? What if it doesn't, if it exist? doesn't exist? Oh, shit. Yeah. Miles. Great minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to take a lot JJ more. JJ and MM at it again. <laughs> it's going to take a lot more for us to, uh, to, to you know, have to invent the anime ourselves. That's not going to be $15 worth. If it doesn't exist, I don't know. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I don't know. There's no answer. It's like a fabled anime that people have only well, heard that's, about. That's the, there's there's that, only been the one JoJo movie is like that where they seemingly destroyed it or something because it tested so bad mm. um yeah we can't get that um so yeah an anime that has existed is is uh is the bare minimum and is not like straight up porn you don't we don't watch porn here um anyway not for the podcast let's thank <laughs> the three dollar patrons now thank you so thank you, Clit Rocket, Shun, Matt, Hentai Homie, I love Jojo, Daniel, Dalton, Soliloquy Jackalope, 
Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Nocturnal. Mirror Man. Austin. Tim. Christian. And Chad. Chad. Thank you all so much for supporting us. Thanks. Okay, are we ready to get into this show? Sure. Okay, so a lot of this is going to feel very similar to the episode we did on, uh, I, I don't know a quick way to say, to abbreviate my conquest is the Sea of Stars. The, pre- <laughs> the prequel movie we did a few episodes ago, uh, because... SOS, Sea of Stars. <sighs> SOS, okay. Anyway. Yes, yeah, so this is technically an OVA series, but unlike a lot of OVA that are sort of a short, like, boom, 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 like, reader dies, three episodes or whatever, it's somehow a long-running show that was just straight to home video, you know, tapes probably, and then eventually DVDs. Maybe they had some laser discs. I don't know. Uh, but it ran 110 episodes from 1988 to 1997, which I get the feeling means that yeah, a few there's like not exactly I don't know, not uh not the right amount every year. I feel like cuz if you went all year it'd be what? 12 episodes, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um but it's animated by the same people, Kitty Film and K Factory. Uh it came out in 1988. So, I guess the the movie technically came out in 87. Um yeah, and it is like a big sort of I I would argue seinen even though seinen refers usually to manga and what magazines they're published in but it's adaptation of a bunch of novels that came out in the 80s and it's about s- strategy and war out in space so think Gundam but even less you know for little boys to buy action figures it's probably still this, this action is figures. like the dad version of of Gundam it's like There's it's no- like Somebody who goes on like civil war tours wrote this. There's no robots. So it's not like Gundam. It's like Battlestar Galactica kinda. But like without st- without I mean, the aliens. <laughs> but it's similar to Gundam in that it's like there's a bunch of war and there's two main factions. One that's like we're everything and one that's like, yeah, we Isn't that like every war though? Every war movie? Every war setting has two different has usually no. two groups. Sometimes there's more than two, but usually two groups. No, I mean like I don't know when I think of Star Trek and other like TV shows in space it's like there's like but Star Trek not, has like 10 different races. Yeah, but Star Trek's not about a war. Yes. But it's about it has little wars. Yeah, but this is a uh, this is just about a war. You said when I think of a show that when I think about something that has like a war. You... Like I guess you could compare it to Star Wars as well. I said that. You said that. I think the similarity <laughs> with this and Gundam is that they're both pretty anti-war. That's true. Like, They're both like yeah. this is stupid. Gundam it's usually young boy younger boys mm-hmm. with big robots. Yes. It's shonen, so it's about shonens. Yeah. This is what Bronens? It's like it's <laughs> younger dudes, but they're like they're they're like adult. They're young, young adults. They're yeah, yeah. They're like up and come they're like rising stars in their uh, in their army. Very cute. But they are grown ups, yeah. Gundam is all children. It's all children. It's interesting though because Gundam seems to characterize that like the breakaway republic is the evil because they end up being very Naziistic and stuff. I think. Whereas like everything. Well, that's like the the like the one of the little intro things is like the autocratic galactic empire versus the 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 republican alliance. Like and like one of them is ostensibly like a democratically elected government yeah and an autocrat implies that like they're the 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 empire is is a tyranny but they go out of their way to show that the alliance is not like you know all roses like right it's, it's also a pretty corrupt also a pretty fascist yeah government i think gundam has some like they do have some criticisms of the whatever, whatever whatever it is, I don't know. I keep wanting to say Earth Defense Force, but that is a video game series. I I like that it's very gray. That there you don't really yeah. There's no good guy. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean there are good guys, but they're good guys on both sides. But and they're bad, good and, and bad guys. guys on and bad guys on both sides. Good guys, not good governments, good civilizations. 
I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess it is about... Hmm. Both shows also feature no aliens, right? It's all humans. That's 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 something right. common between the two as well, I think. Yeah, there's no aliens. Um, like in a lot of other space shows, you go out there, yeah. give me some fucking aliens. The aliens. And, uh, there's also a neutral party in this, which is also interesting. A little neutral zone. It's just that bald guy, Adrian. I think his name is Adrian. And he's just like... I have a watching. problem. He's just watching what's going on. I have a problem. What's your problem with Adrian, Mark? I don't have a problem with Adrian, a.k.a. Mr. Clean. <laughs> uh, what I have a problem with Baldy. is, do they, like, so they had a neutral zone where Fezon, the, like, marketplace, you know, merchant area is, but then it's like, oh, there's also this tiny zone between one part of space and the other, and the Empire built Iserlone. A cannon. They built Iserlone Fortress and its cannon. Thor's hammer. Right there. Uh, yeah, it's just a goopier Death Star. Is this how space <laughs> works? That there's just a choke point? Yeah, I was that wondering no, that. No ships can go through? Like no. everything is asteroids at this certain yeah, spot? Nobody, like, nobody can sneak around like through the re- the whole rest of space? Like, <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a galaxy. So like it's a somewhat flat disk. And you have to go from system to system. So it's possible that there's like... There happens to be one portion of the galaxy that has this choke point. It's possible. Is that how galaxies work? Are they flat disks? They're sort of flat because they're spinning and like they tend to be disky. Yeah, strangely, I guess like if you tried to orbit, if something happened to orbit on the other axis, it would just end up smashing into stuff. And eventually it would even out, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if you're right. Uh, But yeah, you do see them represented as like sort of flat and disky. I don't know. That navigation reminded me of the game Escape Velocity because, like, w- like when you're traveling in that game from from star system to star system, you do see it as this like this big flat map of little circles and and spokes connecting them to the other circles. Yeah, uh, and in that there are like these little choke points. Outer Wilds is like that too, I believe. That it is, yeah. They orbit on one, uh, one axis. So I guess you could just kind of go under the galaxy. Under the galaxy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the, I, I think they don't, I think it's, I think they kind of spin, you know? So, like, in some parts of it, they're closer. I don't know. Or some, they're Yeah, above. but it's like they're all orbiting like this, you know? Like. There's the, no planets that are just happen, happen to be sitting up here. It's like, no, Earth, you know, Mercury. Venus, Earth, Mars, like where they're all on rings. No, I think, yeah, they're all on rings, but I think the rings can tilt up and down. Maybe a little bit. But there's still a boundary. Like they can't go like zoom all the way out. Okay. So I guess if there happens to be an important part of the galaxy. Yeah. Okay. All right, Miles. The solar system is pretty flat, according to Penn's, this thing I found on Penn State University. Most of the planets orbit within three degrees of the plane of the Earth's orbit. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, that's pretty flat. You know what I've been trying to find out, though, based on, um, you know, when they're talking about the battlefield here and they say things like, you're left, or like, we'll go, what's the fleet to the left? And I was like, well, how does anybody know which direction is which? And I'm trying to look up how astronauts determine direction. And I know that we all know this already, but I feel like when Quora first came out, it was like experts actually answer shit because Yahoo Answers was just some dildo. You'd be like, what's the difference between a golden retriever and a Labrador? And someone would write like, I don't know, they're the same. And then it was like, source, I own a dog or something. And you're <laughs> like, that's that's not enough for me. But even Quora now is a little like- It's exactly the same now. It's Yahoo Answers. It's like, it's better written, but there's like fewer typos, but it still sucks. And there's like so many other answers that don't matter because the site- it was clearly taken over by some idiot. Um, but yeah, like I looked up and there was, you know, again, well thought out answers, but I look and it was like played a lot of Kerbal Space Program, which is a video game. Maybe that is based on real science. But they said, you know, you just think about what towards what uh, like nebula or constellation you're heading towards. And then this person is also talking about the different poles and north and south and it just says sci-fi author and science nerd which is like zero mm-hmm. qualifications whatsoever just like you might as well say a guy yeah 
like person. Anybody's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not a lot of good questions. So if any scientist NASA, wait, 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 flight controller at NASA for ISS robotics, ISS analysis coordinate system has X, Y, and Z. Okay. Oh. Oh, and they would say body in, body right, body down to tell you kind of where you should be looking and stuff. Ah. And they use ship stuff for the actual boat. Starboard. Oh, body in, yaw right. Ooh, yeah, this is annoying. Yeah, pitch down the zenith. You got to go five meters zenith down. I don't like this. I can't do this. Yeah, I can't go to space now. I've I'm glad someone's thinking. Someone's thinking about it, but not not the writers of this show. They're just sort of like, yeah, it's to the left. It's right in front of you. Uh, yeah, so we watched episodes one, two, and three. Uh, the OP and ED, like, I was softer on the OP this time, but it is just I don't this like thing. It. When she hits, when she says, like, like the skies above, the way she hits skies, <laughs> it's really <laughs> like... You didn't really hit it, lady. I don't know. You could have taken no, a second pass on that. It was still bad, but it's appropriately gay. <laughs> it's a gay song for a gay show. That's what I wrote at the very top of my notes. It says, happy pride. These guys love each other. <laughs> and also the theme song says so. <laughs> well, we don't know who they're singing to, but it does seem like that. And also, I think the show is somehow... The theme song is about love. It's about how much they love each other. Uh, <laughs> the show... this. The series somehow is gayer than the movie, I kind of think, um, <laughs> for a few reasons. Like, there's just, like, a few poses the dudes do. Like, like he's, mm. like, talking to his friend, and he's like, yeah, no one listen again. And the way he just, like, sits back, it's like he's trying to be vulnerable and sexy looking. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe that's my gaze. The guys are too good looking, I think, for this to be for straight boys. You know? That's how I feel. <laughs> Interesting. Um, They're just too, like, pretty. Also, They're too pretty. Like it feels like anyone who's yeah any and anyone who's not hot is also like kind of a bad guy. Yeah, that's true. Just the stocky. Well, no, uh, maybe he's hot to someone. I don't know. I was going to say <laughs> Mister Clean in the Trader Zone. Um. Also, well, he's neutral, so he looks neutral. He looks like a neutral person. Okay, let me revise. Anyone who's not like a twink. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say, <laughs> I know that I'm going to use this word again. Ostensibly. Uh, Yang Wenli and Julian, their relationship is... Yeah, I was going to ask, how are they? How do they know each other? All right, this... My anime list or, or Wikipedia phrased it as his pupil. Okay. But he does say that he's his guardian. Yeah. But yeah. when he was first talking, I was like, so this is just unabashedly gay. This is just his younger twink lover. No. And him just living. That kid I was, was like, way too young. I was like, this... Well, but he, like, he said, get the car ready. Um, I thought it was his little brother at first. I was like, that's what it must be. But then he said guardian and I was like, okay, so parent child. But what is also very weird to me is that the kid calls him by his military title, <laughs> which like for a guy who doesn't really think war and soldiers are worth anything, it's so weird. But maybe the kid just wants to do that. It's like the, his foster dad, I guess. Yeah, but it, I get the feeling he's probably not great at it. I don't know because um, he's just always in space. I don't know. I thought I thought it was a morally dubious relationship. That's what I thought. What if his par like what if his parents died? What if it's like a Batman Dick Grayson situation? You mean that thing everyone thought was a little gay? <laughs> okay, I take it back. But it, but it, but it, <laughs> it, but it wasn't technically. I know. I'm sure I'm sure there are essays people have written about how they can how they read it as you don't need essays. We need to look into fucking think piece doujinshi piece. for this shit is what we need to do. Okay. Look at all the amateur fan written manga. True, true, true. There is probably every pairing you can think of, but I'd like to see one where it's two ugly dudes, like two of the like like evil shitty commanders with like Adrian, the merchant. Just none of the hot boys from this show would be very funny. Um I wanted to know if your take on Adrian, because I think his last name was like Rubenstein. So <laughs> no! Like, is, this, is this character? I don't know. <laughs> Let me look him up. Hang on a sec. He's like no. the merchant profiting off both sides. Oh, like, no. Rub Rubinsky, I would not actually. Rubinsky. I wouldn't call it a Jewish name. If it was Ruben, may okay. maybe, yeah. But I, I don't think Rubinsky. That's just a Russian, Russianish okay. name. 
Generally speaking, if it's S-K-I, it's a Polish last name. If it's S-K-Y, it's Russian. Mm. In my experience, I'm sure it's very different over in Europe. And there's people from countries I've never met. <laughs> you've never met? There's lots of people you've never met, Mark. I mean, okay, well, I've met, I don't know, 80% of people on the planet I've probably <laughs> met at one time or another. I'm just, I'm just ballparking here. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Adrian Rubinsky looks like um, if Professor X like ate too many tacos or something. He just he looks like if he really put on the pounds. Professor X. Professor X from X Men. Xavier, you mean? <laughs> yeah, but he's Professor X. Okay. <laughs> what was that tweet that was like? Professor X is like, I want to start a school for monster children. <laughs> God, that's good. Uh, God, I want to figure out, like, describe a show badly, and it's it's Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Mm. If anyone has a, dis- like, you have to read, because we have not described it much, Um, but it, if you have a describe a show badly for Legend of the Galactic Heroes, I'd like to hear it. I want to say, before we actually get into it, if you're listening th- to this episode because you like listening to us, but you haven't seen this show, I think it's really good, actually. I really liked it. Um, yes. I, li- I, like I think it- we're laughing it off, but it's a good, it's, it's because good. we've. I feel like it's a hidden like gem because I'd never heard of it before, but I feel like it's a hidden gem. Yeah, it's a hidden gem and there's 110 episodes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, how have how is this such a secret? Well, I think it, it, it came out like pre-internet and even like when we were getting into like it. I mean, there were still shows in the mid 90s and stuff like Evangelion fandom was like humongous and it was on TV there's other 90s anime that they kept like resyndicating and putting out there, but this was not on TV. I don't know if that also restricts then it's like broadcasting ability, you know, like if Adult Swim wanted to buy it or something. I don't know if that's like more difficult than if they just had a deal with some TV station in Japan. Uh, and because it's more, you know, adult leaning, Maybe maybe that's also why it was never picked up. They were like, nah, this is too boring. It's just guys having conversations in space, mostly. We don't care. Um, but yeah, I think if this came out in the in the 2000s or 2010s or something, we absolutely would have heard of this. Um, and yeah, it has rave reviews like on my anime list. It's the 12th mm-hmm. most popular. Really? Series. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I think it's really good too. I just can't imagine like getting through 110 episodes of it, but you never know. Yeah, it's reviewed well, and and it's like I said, I think I think it not being on TV uh, limited how how much other stations in like America, I guess, would see it, and maybe they didn't have. Yeah, I think they only started subtitling it officially in English in like the 2000s um. too. So I don't I don't know what that came out on. Uh, short answer is I don't fucking know. I'm trying. I'm like. Thinking about other things that I've read on Wikipedia, and that's not enough. I don't know. Yes, we watched episodes one, two, and three. Episode one was sort of where I was like, we don't really need to see this because we saw the prequel movie. So I can tell why they retread the old ground, but it's a lot of the same thing where... I pretty much forgot the movie, so I... Oh, okay. The first episode helped remind me about like what the show is about. But, But I do also think that the first episode did some things that I wanted the movie to do. It had a guy voice at the same time that things were being shown to me and say there's this you know the empire and there's this the alliance Mm -hmm. and they have this much space they have this much space and there's a neutral zone and there's like a diagram and i was like thank fucking god they just explained that shit yeah yeah they didn't have a star wars scroll this time they didn't have a star wars scroll in german (laughs) and then delayed subtitles that came way later (laughs) yeah um right so what happens in the first episode? Uh, the fourth fleet is being attacked, and they are in the what sixth? I believe. No, they're not the sixth. I don't know what what fleet are they. They're one of the other fleets. Seventh. Well, let's just say that it's it's yeah. There there's one fleet's being attacked, and the the his, the guy's commander is like, we gotta go help them. And Wenli is like, it's pointless. By the time we get there, they're gonna like already be gone like we need to band with the other fleets um so that we're stronger and we can you know protect ourselves but he's like no we need to go and then like it ends it ends up being a really bad decision because they end up wiping out the fourth fleet and i think the sixth fleet and yeah pretty much 
yeah, it just didn't go well. And Commander was was like he when he wanted to save his friend that was in the well, fourth. Yeah, fleet. and it's it's uh, this is where it's similar to the movie in that uh, Reinhard is it Reinhard? Yeah, is uh, like he is in command, but all of his subordinates are old guys who were like, no, we shouldn't do that. We should do this. And he was like, he and and his red haired friend that they're probably like, I know those two are gay together. Um, are are both sort of lockstep with each other about going through with his plan. His subordinates keep speaking up and being like, well, no, but you should. And he he makes one leave the room, which I thought was very funny. He's like, you are dismissed. Um, and then they all leave. And uh, I, I kind of worried that they weren't going to listen to him. Uh, but I guess they do. And then meanwhile, on Yang's side, he's trying to say, you know, we should... Uh, we should be smart and like strategize. He's all about strategy, this he's, guy. He's like, we should regroup and but they're stupid and they don't listen to him. And then yeah. when shit gets fucked up, that's when Yang is like, we should not go try to rescue the fourth fleet. They're, they're cooked. Yeah. That, that we, we won't have time. They're going to die. And the guy's like, but my friend is the commander of the yeah, fourth fleet. And he's fleet. like, my friend, well, when Lee is like, well, my friend is in the sixth fleet. And yeah, but if we regroup with them, then we'll have, right. Yeah. It was that the allied, the, the sorry, the empire turned into a spindle. So they kind of all went on a straight line through the um, alliances and mm-hmm. kind of split them up. And mm-hmm. he was saying, okay, but if now we flip around, regroup with the Sixth Fleet, then we'll have more numbers than they do. And my friend, Commander Lap, Commander mm-hmm. Lop is over there. But they don't do that. And uh, Commander, C- Commander, I don't know what his rank is. I don't follow that shit. Miss Senor Lop, uh, his ship gets like blown up halfway but he like somehow luckily doesn't get blown up or sucked into space somehow part of the ship perfectly like just smushes him against the ceiling so he has time to give like a sad yeah uh i'm not gonna make it home honey little speech to his like hologram girlfriend yeah sorry his his fiance's hologram it's he doesn't have a girlfriend that's a hologram let me start over no it's like but she's not really there like talking to him so she doesn't get the news until later that he's dead right when he's the one straight guy in the whole show (laughs) and so so far he's dead well it's it's funny too because he he took out the thing and i thought it was a dark thing because it's like you know the whole thing's on fire he's impaled or crushed and i thought he took out like a weapon to shoot himself in the head but then when he drops it, he, like he says to, goodbye to his girlfriend, but I'm still like, there's no photo there. And then when he drops it, it like opens and the little hologram of her face appears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this weird contrast because she's smiling, but she's falling into a flaming spaceship interior. I think a million and a half people die or <laughs> something. Something. Yeah, that's not that many. Nutty like that. Uh, oh, it's not? The last thing I wrote for this episode was the Empire has the advantage. Because I guess they beat the shit out of their fleet. They beat the shit out of them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Reinhardt was outnumbered by like two to one, I think. But because he split up the fleets so cleverly, mm-hmm. he killed one and a half million of them. Okay, right. And yeah. didn't take that many losses himself. Yang is on the second fleet. Uh, so it's two, four, and six in this first uh, battle, which is the Battle of Astart. Astart. Or Astarte. No, Astarte. A start is episode two. Episode two is called a start. Yeah, but I think it's the same battle. Both oh, it first is? episodes is uh, like one battle split in two. Right. Okay. Episode two is when they start talking about the neutral zone. And, well, not talking about, but they, they show the neutral zone. They show Adrian. I guess, no, they showed him in the first episode too. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think it's just this battle is two episodes. Episode episode two, the commander's wounded and Yang Wenli takes over. So this is after they already beat the shit out of like they, they they take out their two fleets and then they what do they do? Oh, this is the wing ring formation stuff you guys were talking about. Okay, never mind. Yeah, this was last night. Jackie was a little sleepy when we were watching it. No, well, you basically combined a summary for episode one and episode two together. Yes. That's why I'm confused. No, but it was funny to me that we were watching it and you had been like zoning out, but you're like, no, I'm good. I'm I'm here. And then uh, the commander of the second fleet falls over, tries to get up medical staff rushes in and I'm like, it looks like the med staff has no pants on because their pants were like flesh colored. And, and I went, still didn't notice that, by the way, the second time I watched this. You said, who has no pants? And I was like, are you falling asleep? And he went, no, I just zoned out. I'm good. I said, okay, the medical staff looked like they had no pants. They came in and the, the commander is like, you know, some they said he's hurt. 
but we can help him. You didn't say all that, Mark. You said, I, I, okay. <laughs> I said, he's hurt, but we can help him. And you went, who's hurt? I was like, okay, we got to stop watching for tonight. We'll pick it up tomorrow. Because it was like, very obviously, the commander is hurt. He like tried to get up and shit, and then they put him on the stretcher. Um. Anyway, in this episode, episode two, uh, What's his name? What's the name of the blonde guy who's the head of the who's like you know one of the commanders in the in the empire? Like the main character? Yeah, Reinhard. Oh, Reinhard. Okay, so Reinhard sends a a nice letter to Wenli. It's very cute. It's uh uh, uh what does it say? I miss. He says you fought valiantly. Yeah, basically, GG. Yeah, but it it was nice. And then the and then at the end the guy's like, "What a nice letter." <laughs> he says, "What a nice thing to say." Yeah. Um yeah, cuz it's at a point when like the alliance under under Yang, the alliance actually did manage to mount a good like defensive attack mm-hmm. against the empire and but so while the empire is like backing up a little bit, um that's when uh Yang's side, the alliance decides to uh to just completely retreat. So it's still a, uh, and I like how they show us a tally too. They, at this point, they show us uh, a tally of like this is how many people were in the in the fight of Astarte, and this is how many died on each side. Um, and then they show the um, fiance, Jessica Roberts or something. What was her name? Jessica Edwards. Edwards. Yep. Um, the fiance of the soldier who the the commander whatever who died i'm calling everybody commander because i don't know anybody's rank i know yang is a commodore no, which he's means not. He, yes he is which okay. means he sang brick house <laughs> um, which means he is an atari old ass video game yes, or whatever he's he's an amiga video game console yeah commodore 64 um there's admirals commanders i think one of them's a commandant at one point commandante commandant Commandant, commandant by Duran Duran. I don't know. Anyway, so she's like listening to the news. The fiance Jessica is listening to the to the news, and she hears about how a lot of people died, and the the sixth fleet was wiped out. And she's like, she's playing the piano like a classy lady, and she's like, oh shit, sixth fleet. And so she goes and she calls the, I don't know, military. She calls the military information bureau or whatever. Yeah, like whatever yeah. the military information hotline, and she's like, "I yeah. need but to is know." Is my husband dead? Hotline. My yeah. yeah. Is is my fiance alive still? And then they at first they they can't tell her anything, but then they they re- they're like, "Oh, okay, you're his fiance. You're his next of kin, or whatever. You're his, you know, whatever." Yeah, it briefly shows her name, but it's spelled phonetically in Japanese, like it like or it's spelled the way it would be phonetically Jessica. in Japanese. It's Jessica, J E S H I K A. Um, and so they tell her captain, whatever. And she's like, he's not a captain. And they're like, oh, well, we post ominously, we made him a captain because he's dead. And she goes back to her piano and cries. And it's a good scene. I like that scene. Um, they yeah, also, she goes back to play like a single note, but then you just hear burn because yeah. she just put, she just put her head down and cried on the yeah. piano. Then they show another two women, the Baroness and Anne Rose. This is already also more women than we're in the movie, <laughs> the hour-long movie. Um, and they're talking about one of them is the sister. I think the blonde one is the sister of Reinhard. Reinhard. I think this is a flashback. Oh, because she says like you're. Oh no, I don't, I don't think so. Because they were talking about how he did really well in that battle, and um, that you know he's going to get promoted. Oh, and that redhead is really handsome. I think that they're they're trying to ship the the redhead guy with the with the with Reinhardt's sister. Okay, because isn't there some scene where the redhead boy is like a short little boy? What are you shaking your head at, Miles? What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, he's not going to get with his sister. He's in love with Reinhardt. No, no, but isn't there like one of these scenes where it's like showing Reinhardt's like people off on like a planet or somewhere? Don't they mention the red-haired kid and then they pa- they like pan over and there's like a little boy with red hair? So I was like, oh, it's when they're kids or something. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I remember that. But okay. I don't know. My brain is a soup. Uh, yeah, so the, yeah, cuz I think they do that they do that flashback, but then there's another flashback with Anne Rose that I that might not be a flashback actually. It might be like a meanwhile 
Yeah, I thought it was just a, an aside. I don't even know if they have planets. Are they just on space stations out in space? Or not? Well, because planets, think, like I one of the in the prequel, was it was a planet? Yes, but I'm sorry, I I don't think anybody lived on it, right? It's just like made out of gas. Uh, what was well, that city uh, they were all in? Where, where, um, what's that kid's name? His name isn't Jesse. What's his name? The kid, what? Julian. Where's he at? I don't know. Yeah, that was a planet. That, that was a planet. Like a city. On a planet. And okay. when, and in episode three, they're on a planet when they're doing the memorial service and stuff. That's a planet. Well, no, no, they're on ground. But I thought some of these were like artificial places. Well, you think they're like on a space station or something? I'm going to the Ein Geigen. It doesn't Wikipedia. matter. So then Wenli goes to visit the grave of his friend who died in the sixth. Is this fleet. still episode two, by the way? This is this still episode two? Wenli okay. goes to the grave to visit the uh, the grave of his friend who died, and um, the friend's fiance Jessica is there, and she's kind of pissed at him because she's like, "Listen, I'm not blaming you for what happened to him, but." You're part of this war machine that killed him. So fuck you. Um, and he was like, damn. She's like, the war, wasn't that your job? But also, I want to know why her fiance was fucking fighting anyway. What? You know? Why was he fighting? Like, because he's engaged. Why is he fighting? Well, she's mad at everything else but him. Like, be mad at him. He's the one who, who he like, no one forced him, at, as far as we know, no one forced him to to uh you know go to the military and stuff yeah i don't know i mean also be mad at war sure but like you know if she was so against it what maybe she know. fell in love with him in uniform maybe she you know yeah or maybe we, maybe we didn't see all the all the fights that they had about him being like i need to i need to do this for whatever reason you know yeah there are, yeah, Fezon. And her being like, come back alive, goddammit. <laughs> Fezon is a planet, and the planet that, that where they have the memorial is on planet Heineken. Okay. Which is not Heineken. Oh, and the El Fossil battle. <laughs> El yeah. Fossil. Oh. Uh, gotcha. Episode two ends with Adrian hanging out in the neutral zone, just watching everything that happens and stuff and like watching the battles and stuff and say, and saying like, Oh, we got to pay attention to, to these youngins. Basically. It's like, yeah, you got to pay attention. I, to I was like, how does everyone know who Yang is? I understand knowing yeah. who Reinhardt is. Cause he's like pretty high up there for being such a young guy and no one likes him. They think he's a nepotism product, but young, like, I don't know why, why do people know who he is before? Cause it's when this ends that they're like, he's the hero of a star. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. He's he's hot shit. Oh, interesting. Uh, the name Fezon is a region of southwestern Libya, uh, and it's probably deliberate because in real life, Fezon, Libya, was an important trade link between two larger powers and became a client state of Rome. So basically, it was like under Rome, but still autonomous. So there's a lot of parallels between. Uh, that's a very. That's that's an indicator. That uh-huh. a very daddish person wrote this. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking like the the guy who wrote this is very nerdy. He's a history buff, and I think that because I I was I already felt that way with um at what at one point when Lee says that if he wasn't if he didn't have to fight if he wasn't a soldier he'd be uh cutting ties with this and focusing on historical research and I'm like is this just like what the writer would like wishes he was doing. <laughs> I think I think yes. <laughs> the writer just is like uh, into history, and so he's projecting onto this, you know, when uh, Yang main character. I think that is absolutely it. Yeah. Um. So episode three, yeah, it starts with when and and Julian they're hanging out. We talked about Julian already, but when talks about how he does he doesn't want to call himself a hero. Everyone's calling him a hero. He doesn't really want to call himself a hero. He's, yeah, not, he's like he said the heroes are the the people who died. Yeah. Cuz it's it's for it's about this whole episode, well, half of this episode is about a memorial service. Yeah. That the Free Planet Alliance right. is holding. So they're like, "Oh, why aren't you going to the like Julian's like, "Oh, you should go to the memorial service and stuff. They're calling you a hero." And he's like, "There's a hero." Yeah, and he's like <laughs> He's like, I'm were, not. I'm were you not supposed a hero. to finish that line, Miles? Uh, I don't know. I don't know this song. I don't know it either. It's I was hero by Mariah Carey. If oh. you look inside your heart. Oh, but a hero lies in you. That one. 
Yes. And then a hero comes along with the strength, the strength to, carry to carry on. Wow. All that about a sandwich. I can't believe she wrote that. <laughs> it's not called sub, Mark. No. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Anyway. So he's like, I don't want to go to this. I don't, I'm not into that political stuff. I don't want to go to the memorial service. I'll just I'll watch it from home. I'll, yeah, because he knows it's just going to be a, a, an excuse for the, the current leader to look good. Yeah. And he lies and says that he's like still recovering from his injuries. Like, did he get injured? Because I don't remember seeing him get injured. He had like a little head wound. Oh, boo His head was bleeding a little bit. But yeah, he's definitely faking. His head yeah. hoits. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to go to that shit. Um, so then, then you see the, um, the, the people who are putting on the memorial service and one of them is General Sithole. Is that? That was amazing <laughs> that this, the general's name was Sithole, which I kind of have to think I'm going to check in a second, but I, in Japanese, I think that would just be pronounced shithole. Yeah. And even the phrase, sit, a sithole is like a toilet, right? It's like yeah. a hole that you sit on. Maybe it's pronounced like. Sethole. Sethole? But even then, I don't know. Or Sithole. In Japanese, I don't know how they would do that. (laughs) Sithole. Maybe it's somebody's real last name. Uh, Anyway, yeah. So, um, they they call... Oh, they do Shitore. So, they would say, yeah, Sithole. Okay. Okay. Sydney Sithole. Um, and so they end up calling uh, Yang, and they're like, "Hey, what do they tell him?" They're I don't know. Oh, what they tell him. they're oh, like, shit. "We know you're faking it, basically." What, Mark? You found a spoiler or something? No, but he's named after a real guy with that last name. Oh, so it wasn't like <laughs> let's John call him shithole. <laughs> no, a guy named Ndabadningi uh, Sitole, a Methodist minister and politician from Zimbabwe. Okay. Founder of the Zimbabwe African National Union. Okay. So sorry we called you shithole back there. (laughs) We didn't know how to pronounce your name, but to be fair, written in English, it looks like the word shithole minus one letter. Yeah. Um, This podcast isn't super popular in Zimbabwe, so we should be good. Uh, So yeah. That attitude, Mark. Well, after once this blows over, then we'll start really pushing in Zimbabwe. I think capital Harari. Uh, this is also where the conversation happens where Julian tells Yang that he wants to be a soldier like his dad, and Yang is like, "You don't have to do, you don't have to do that, and you don't have to be like your dad and stuff." And he's like, "Well, do you do you hate Julian?" Is like, "Do you hate soldiers that much?" And he's like, "If I could cut ties with this and focus." If I could, I'd cut ties with this and focus on historical research, which, what is it? Why is he, are, is it like forced? Maybe you do have to be. Uh, like everybody who's eight, if you're over 18, you have to join the military. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he needs the maybe money. there's nothing else going on. They, they kill all the historians. So like, <laughs> if I only could, but I don't want to die. Um, so he watches the broadcast, the memorial service broadcast on TV. And the guy, is the guy, who's, is the guy, do we? What's the name of the guy who's doing the thing? Is he shithole or is it somebody else? What do you mean? What's the name of the guy who's Oh, been... Trunicht? It's Trunicht. Trunicht is the guy giving the speech, yeah. Okay, so he gives a speech about how, you know, it's a memorial service. They died to protect our homeland and our freedom. Down with the empire. Go freedom. Yay, freedom. Yay, our homeland. And so it's a bunch of stuff about, the, about you know, protecting our homes and our freedoms and fuck the empire. And uh, then he talks about some, like, freedom of speech stuff. Like, we, you know, you can disagree with the government over here because we love freedom and you Yeah, this was a funny thing where he's like, you're free to disagree with this, but yeah. true freedom is when we stand together. Which, right. Is it? True freedom is when we stand to protect our homeland. And just basically, true freedom is when you stand in favor of this war. Um and then Jessica, who is the uh, widow, kind of, of uh, one of the fallen soldiers, um, she approaches the, she, she disrupts the uh, service <laughs> uh, 
and confronts him at the podium and um she says she's she says some stuff she's she kind of announces who she is and he's like oh a true patriot a true whatever whatever and uh when is watching on tv like this guy is fucking shameless um which is funny um and then jessica's like i have i just have one question for you where are you now where is your family um you know you talk about sacrifice but what have you sacrificed um you know basically like you you're you're just like at the top and you don't have to face any kind of consequences like your life isn't Mm -hmm. in danger you're you're not your family's lives aren't in danger you just send people off to go kill them to go kill themselves and each other and you don't like yeah you don't have to give anything up right you're a politician so you just sit here um, and he's like, "Up, oh, she's hysterical. Take her away." <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they take her. Um, I'm surprised he was even like he stopped his little speech to like listen to her. Um, but yeah, so much for freedom of speech. <laughs> In real life, by the way, we wouldn't be able to hear her. They should have gotten her a microphone. Mm. True. Um. Also, I I wrote down that the Free Planets Alliance logo looks like shit, and it's also the Chrysler logo. Where it's just like a pentagon with a star inside, but it looked like what? it was drawn hastily with a marker or something. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but uh, then Yang calls up his friends because he's like Jessica's in danger. Um, he believes that she is in danger because she confronted this guy and like seemed like unpatriotic because she is kind of anti-war or saying a kind of more peaceful message um so they think that like if if that guy doesn't go after her um then the nationalists will um which they do the patriotic knights proud boys yeah Yeah, the the oath keepers they're they're called the pkg the patriotic knights group um and they're way more coordinated uh and uh I don't know. Yeah, they're they're like way scarier looking than one of those. They seem like almost official, you know, because like nobody right. really stops them. Right, and there's there's uh, big hints that uh, that Trunicht, the 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 chairman, the leader of the Free Planets Alliance, that he has some control yeah. over them. Um, he's a little bit fashy, a little, little just fash. a little bit, a little fashionable. Um, is that that's correct? Right, that's a good that's the right term for fashionable. It. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you looked at me serious for a second. I was like, I please don't answer me like no, no, you no. think I actually bash the stampede. Okay. Um <laughs> anyway. Uh right. Oh yeah, and and also like, you know, he he's like take her away and then um it, it, he continues the speech. He's like, you know, sometimes grief can invite madness. So he's basically just like this crazy bitch. Oh, that's a good line. Yeah. Another good line I forgot about is in episode 1, I think, towards the end, maybe episode 2. When uh, Yang is trying to tell that whatever that dumb commander is, like, no, the fourth fleet, it's too far. The commander's like, and he's like, space is big, sir. (laughs) I wrote that one down, too. I like that There's a good line in in this episode where he's, I think, true, I forget what the fucking president's name is. True Nick. Some people need to learn what shame is. Yes, that's how he says that. Good singer. Yeah. Right, that's when he calls them basically shameless. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so he's like, grief can invite madness. And he's like, anyway, let's play the national anthem. So they... (laughs) They play the national anthem and everyone sings along and it's like, oh, hail Liberty Bell. <laughs> this, yeah, this song is like if you lived in America for like two years as a child and then moved far away for a while and someone was like, you remember the anthem? <laughs> and you're like, oh, hail Liberty. The flag looks mighty sexy. <laughs> President Susan seems nice. It's, it, but it's like, it's a pretty decent, like, it doesn't quite sound right, but it's like, the vibes are right. Yeah. We love freedom. We love other words for freedom, like liberty. A bell is involved in one of our major cities and former capitals. Yeah. It's close. So is the alliance supposed to be the United States? And is, I think so. Is uh, the empire supposed to be Germany? maybe i think we we need to know more about the empire okay because we've gotten this ground level view of the alliance and it's not good 
Um, yeah. But I bet the Empire is just as gross. But the Empire has gross. the Empire has. I'm sorry, the Alliance has an anthem that sounds a lot like the U.S. national anthem, and they sing it in English. And they're a democratic of, republic instead of Japanese or something else. And everything else is like in. It seems like the Empire speaks German, so that's why I think yeah. maybe they're German. They were found, yeah, founded by a German guy. At one point, if they this were came the out in like bound. 2002. I'd be like, this is like a Iraq war send up. Yeah, it's scary how much like. The, the more like you look at things that you're like, oh, this is like World War Two, and this is like, then you start to be like, oh, war is like other wars. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's always some bullshit. Um, yeah, you'll watch like an old episode of like Star Trek or like something like a show that's supposed that's trying to do like commentary, like, uh, like, I don't know, political commentary or whatever, but it like came out like 20, 30 years ago or whatever. And yeah. you're like, oh, this still applies today. <laughs> yep. Um, so anyway, um, these scary men with PKG flags approach, um, Jessica in their masks and they're the patriotic knight corpse, uh, knight as in like knight in shining armor, um, patriotic knight corp. And they say that they want to punish her because she committed treason by saying some words that they didn't like. Yes. um and they're like about to attack her um when when uh yang and his friends save her uh and they they immediately look up the car or um the 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 proud boys basically whoever they are these these knights they look up the car and they're like oh this is registered this is uh used by dusty who's under wen's command uh Yang's right command. that's the red-haired kid yeah oh is that his name dusty dusty attenborough oh that's cute yeah. Aww. it's a silly ass name oh, to dusty. have no one uh, should be named dusty miles you think the redhead and reinhardt are an uh like love each other but i i, I think it's like obviously reinhardt and and wenley that love each other Oh, that's interesting. Do we have competing I think, ships? I think it's a love triangle. Do we maybe. have competing ships? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so yeah, so that basically gets these knights, these this this nationalist. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Nationalist group. I'm sorry. Them. What? Dusty is Yang's friend. My bad. He's the guy who has like the light blue. Oh right, right. right. We're talking about Yang. Hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes Sorry. sense. Sorry. Yeah, the car was not to Dusty. The car was to Redhead, right? Or no? His name is Dusty. This guy's name is definitely yeah, Dusty. Dusty. We don't know Redhead's name yet because no one wrote it down. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's not the red haired kid. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Um. And so then the knights come to his house and they like throw s- grenades into his window and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who are these guys? Um. And they say something about, oh, like, no one's coming out to, like, look or help or anything. And it's like, well, they have the freedom to stay out of dangerous situations or something like that. Yeah, he's mad that that people uh, people aren't coming to help him. But I, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. They, they've got building demolition grenades. The and, police should definitely come and, and they, stop They all people. look like Jason Voorhees with those masks <laughs> and shit. But yeah. then, yeah, to defend it. He, They're like the KKK, kind of, because yeah. they wear masks. Yes, yes. They're like the KKK during, and they, and they and they throw shit into your house, which the KKK also did. What was the ad, what was the administration that like where th- there's like some administration in the U.S. history where the KKK was like actually very close to the federal government? I don't remember which one. Mm. Bush. <laughs> it was yeah. There was one where they were like sort of like a PMC or something, a, a paramilitary group, whatever. But pre no, that's not what that stands for, Mark. Uh, private military corporation. Anyway, so they like have like a built-in fire hose on their lawn right yang activates that so he just activated his personal fire hose machine (laughs) yeah he's got a little fire hose i think that they must have been i think i think this is like american civil rights era inspiration i think because these guys are kind of like the kkk and then you got fire hoses and then you got them throwing shit into their houses but the fire hoses were used against black people in american civil rights yeah that's true but they should have used them on the kkk it would have been funny but the cake but the kkk also they threw like flaming stuff into your house and stuff like that they threw your house house. on fire yeah crazy uh yeah so they just like brazenly because because they're mad that she said like 
hey, politician, you haven't really done anything. Um, so yeah, he manages to repel them with water, and then I guess him using the fire hose thing alerts the nearby fire fire department yeah. and so those trucks show up and are like uh what's going yeah. on and that's and when the the knights are like we gotta get out of here yeah and then uh yang wenli goes to this true what's his name truman trunicked trunicked guy and he's like can you call these guys off <laughs> like he gives them like a direct like hey can you call these guys off and he's like, oh, I, I can't order them to stop. Um, and then, like, Wenley just kind of looks disappointed. And he's like, all right, fine. <laughs> oh, I thought he looked at him like, come on, man. Okay. That's well, what I thought. He just didn't make move his face because he's like, hey. And he's like, oh, well, you know, maybe I can say something. And then Wenley's like, oh, great. The press is waiting outside for you. And he's like, the press? Um, and then later you see that he and the leader of, it seemed like one of the, one of the, nationalist dudes is like there with him and he's like you know you gotta learn how to control these heroes whatever whatever um so and by that he means he promoted wenli any promoted quote unquote and it's like oh now you're in charge of your own fleet fleet 13 it's uh it doesn't have a lot of people and their resources suck basically they there's just like just a small ragtag fleet yeah, it's half uh, the size of regular fleets. And yeah. now it's your job to capture, uh, your mission is to capture the neutral zone, which is like a huge, a huge feat. And it's like the whole war. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's it's the fortress, the Easter Lone yeah. fortress, which right, is, right. has a shell of liquid metal and stuff. Yeah. Right. And he's like, Yang is like, is that even possible? And uh, they're like, well, you know, if anyone can do it, you can. And if you succeed, your genius will be acknowledged. But it's like, Obviously, they're trying well, to. I think they say they're giving him an impossible mission to kill I him. I think they say like you can, if anybody can do it, it's you. And whether you succeed or fail, like we'll acknowledge your genius. Like he's no, he's, they, okay. But I thought they they said like if you fail, <laughs> like hey, even if you die, they, they didn't say anything about him failing. He was like, all right, I'll do my best. Um, and then later on, he meets up with Jessica at an airport, and Jessica's like cool with him now. She's not mad at him anymore. She's like, thanks for helping me out, bro. Um, it, there there did seem like maybe there was a spark there, but not enough. And then she leaves. Not, not enough, enough to ruin your ship. Not exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, to ruin your to, ship. To ruin yeah. my ship. And then so she says goodbye to him. And then in the airport, an old woman named Mayor Mayor recognizes him, and she's like, "My husband died. Shake my son's ha- hand. He wants to I be. I think it's grandson. Grandson. Yeah, it's grandson. Uh, he wants to be a soldier." Um, you know, and it would be good if a soldier shook his hand and said some nice things to him or whatever. And he's like, well, there's going to be peace by the time he's old enough to join the war. So he shouldn't want to be a soldier. Um, and then the narrator's like, but we already know this is all history. Like, we already know what happens. Anyway, the third, the next episode, we'll talk about the 13th fleet, I guess. And we'll start that battle. Yeah. 13. Lucky number in Eastern religions sometimes mm, not a lucky number but this is a western styled yeah well it's not not all the way western but uh look 13's bad luck over here okay in the west so he's gonna have to have a lot of luck to do this battle or to just fucking dip out that's what i would do i'd be like oh my ship's leg heights it stubbed its space toe you can't go hmm <laughs> I don't know if that would work. They'd probably hang me for treason. Uh, yeah, this was good. And I thought episode three really took me by surprise because like, even though I liked- I, I f- thought I thought we would have seen like the Empire be bad before we saw the Alliance yeah, be bad. Yeah, that's true. But even though like I liked the first two episodes, it was like a lot of what we saw in the movie where it's like there's not a lot of action shots. We don't focus a lot on the pilots, but like I the like ones that. who are doing the acting and stuff. I yeah, like that. I don't like I, I don't care about action. I like the people. I'm all I about you. the I'm all about the But people. I'm saying because of that, I also didn't expect the sort of th- action thriller, political thriller style of episode 3. Mm. Um so that was a pleasant surprise. Uh despite how scary it kind of is as as well. And the strategy, I like the strategy. Yeah. A lot of strategy. Yeah, and there's something, I didn't really understand it, where Yang 
when he goes to Trunicton, he's like, can you call them off or whatever? He's like, yeah, sure. And then he's like, okay, good. I'm going to go talk to the press. Like he asked for a press conference or something. Right. That's the whole thing. He he called up the press and then he went to ask Trunicht and then went. And when he got the guy to agree, he's like, great, the press is outside. And he's like, press? Like, I don't know. He kind of did it to to really make sure that the guy. Yeah, but he it. can't. He can't go out there and say to them, like, I ordered off the fucking crazy fucking fascist gang to stop. Like, he can't say that. So I, no, I didn't know. No, but it was- he'll, he'll do what every politician does where you just go up and you not every politician because like Trump wouldn't Trump couldn't do this. But <laughs> usually you go up and you say, I, you know, that we're a better country than this. And I do not condone the actions of this group. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever. Like we're patriots, but, you know, we care about freedom. You know, you say something about how, like, you know, you can exercise your attacks. We condemn the attacks, uh, exercise your free speech in a nonviolent way. And like, just kind of like talk about how, like, we're better than this. And, you know, whatever, you know, that that stuff. Yeah. Which is. Okay. I didn't realize that's what he meant. Like, think about like if Trump did that it's it's calling off his because it's that's what it is right it's call, he's calling off his supporters right because these are people that are that support uh trunicht isn't trunicht yep these are people that support him and they're doing it in the kind of in his name and so he has to kind of say like you know anybody that supports me like i don't condone this i don't want you to do this you know and then and and when lee's like yeah it'll, it'll make some it'll make good press for you you know to to tell people to be peaceful yeah, so it's not how you would say, you know, untrue, false, or not true in German. But I do want to say that the first half of his name is true, and the second half is nicht, which is German for not. Mm. So it's sort of funny that maybe he's a lion politician. Mm. Well, what does true mean Typical. in German? I don't know if true means anything. Miles help. Have you heard that? Uh, I don't think so. True is Troy, right? It's var is the one translation I got. Troy is faithful. Mm. Ah, so maybe he's not faithful either. Anyway, uh, any stray thoughts? I liked it when Lap was talking to his boss about the battle plan and he was eating soup. A lot of <laughs> dinner conversations in these three episodes. <laughs> wait, wait, Lap was eating soup? Yeah. Was he lapping it up? With his tongue? That's right, baby. Like a dog? Oh, wow. and I also liked the hypno-sleep part. It's so funny, though. It does do that thing that shows and TV has to do where they're like, the audience doesn't get how this works, so I'm going to explain this thing we do all the time. <laughs> where he's like, yep, in hypno-sleep, one hour is like eight hours of regular sleep. But it doesn't do the the thing that's like sort of helpful, sort of insulting. Where when you like recap a whole thing and then the other character is like, what? hey, you don't need to tell me that. I already know that. Mm. And you're like, hey, writer, that didn't cover up what you just did there. Mm. You just had somebody explain everything because the audience is stupid. Uh, or was there something else you liked about the hypnosleep, Miles? I just wish I could get some hypnosleep, am yeah. I right? Yeah. Yeah, over here it's eight for eight. And even then, sometimes it's eight for like six. What? Like in hypnoslice, in hypnosleep. Hypnoslice. Hypno. In, kim, in kimbo slice. Uh, it's one for eight. One hypno sleep for eight hours. Okay. Gotcha. Here it's like eight hours for really six hours of sleep. Sucks. Okay, I see. I see My I sleep see. tracker doesn't seem to think that eight hours is eight hours. But I don't remember. Um. Yeah, it was good. I would watch more if you told me it was like only a 12-episode series that is so critically lauded. Mm. But the fact that it's 110 episodes, I will say... I want to know what happens to him. I don't know how he's going to get out of like this... Yeah, yeah. This battle that he's supposed to lead now. You know? I thought you were going to say, I want to know how they get together and kiss. They should get together because, listen, he already wrote him like a love note that's basically like, hey, hey dude, you're a great guy. <laughs> And I, I love your mind. You know, he it was, sent him GG thumbs up. He already up. sent him a love letter, and it was like their first battle together. <laughs> it is so funny when they zoom in on them, and they're like, "That man, yeah, it must be that man it's in like, the oh, other fleet." What a guy! <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. 
<laughs> I love that man of mine. <laughs> um, I'm also interested in because I'm when I'm looking uh, and barely avoiding spoilers on Guineapedia. Um, a lot of the portraits of the characters are from what look like newer versions of the series. Like I know the new one is called the new thesis, Die Neue These. Um, so I'm somewhat interested to see those, even though like I am nostalgic for some of the eighties looks, sometimes the action sequences or big shots, you're like, this is a little pew, pew, pew. spit and glue holding this shit together. So we might check out more. Can't guarantee 110 episodes. But yeah, give it a watch. It's on High Dive. The first movie's on YouTube, and it's watchable quality. Uh, Under 10 episodes would run you back $550. What? To sponsor uh, for, for to us <laughs> to watch it. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> we will not do that. Person who sponsored this and the prequel movie, we will not watch. We will not take that much money from anybody. <laughs> well, over a sure. long period of time, we will, but you know. Uh, next week is to be decided, but we'll let you know on Twitter. We are at JJBpod. If you want to write emails to us about Legend of the Galactic Heroes or other old, overlooked space anime, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You can also just recommend anime to us. We might take your rec. We might not. You can write a lot of things to us, really. Email is free. And yeah, again, we have Patreon. You can sponsor us. You can help us out. You can hear us read your stupid name, which you can make anything you like, by the way. Patreon.com slash JJBpod is the place to do that. Other than that, uh, when it comes to space, you know what I say. I say, have fun out there. <laughs>